What's up, guys? Welcome to Good Bad 2, the sequel. I am your host, John, and I've got a special guest with me here today. What's up, guys? It's Sean. I'm back. Um, we have been off for uh, for a week. We were supposed to do Halloween 3, Season of the Witch last week, but due to some uh, wildfires in our area and some power outages, we weren't able to bring that one to you, so we apologize um, if you, uh, are affected or if you just want to help out, um, go ahead and text the word Red Cross to 90999 and you can donate $10 that way. Um, so it sucks that we didn't get to do that episode, but we are back now. And we're making up for it in, uh, great and terrible fashion. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> uh, before we dive into it, uh, you guys can follow the show on social media. We're on Twitter and Instagram um, at um, what the hell is the uh, Instagram for this one? Um, g- good bad. Good, we, we, there's two podcasts. Yes, so yes. Get them next, next <laughs> Sorry, it's at the Good Bad Show. Yes, <laughs> it's been a hectic week. <laughs> uh, how's, how's that coffee going over there? <laughs> I need more. So it's at the Good Bad Show, um, and then you can find us. Uh, you can find the show everywhere. We're on Apple, <laughs> Google, Spotify, the works. While you're there, please uh, leave us a five-star review um, and just let us know what you think, what movies you want us to cover, uh, what you think of mostly Danielle. Uh, just give your your opinions of Danielle. Um, yeah, we're we're pretty uh, we're pretty down to earth and familiar with our stupidity. Yeah, Sean and, and I are very secure with how stupid we are. Yeah. So basically, just say stuff about Danielle. Yeah. <laughs> Knock her down a notch or two. <laughs> yeah, she needs to be brought back down to earth. <laughs> Speaking of Earth, <laughs> <laughs> well, what if uh, man was extinct and uh, John Travolta was ruling all of us? That's uh, that's basically your synopsis of Battlefield Earth from the year 2000, which takes place in the year 3000. Yeah. <laughs> that is the, the movie that we are covering today, Battlefield Earth. Uh, Before we get into our breakdown of it, uh, let you guys know that we are going to give out our awards that we give out to every movie, and those are a a bold statement, which is essentially just a big opinionated thought about the movie. We're going to give you what we thought was the worst line, the best line, who had the worst performance in the movie, who was the MVP. Um, Basically, that is someone who... <laughs> who, who thought they were in The Godfather 2, they thought they were in Schindler's List, um, and didn't realize they were in a flaming hot turd. Um, and then we're going to give you an unredeemable moment. What was our favorite thing about the movie? We'll give it a better title each, and then we'll decide if it's good, bad, or just bad. If we agree, if all hosts present agree that it is just bad, then we have to decide if it takes the basement position, which is currently held by Geely, I believe. Oh, that took over Trolls? Wasn't Trolls the... It was the... Troll 2, then it was <clears throat> Geely, and then uh, Godzilla 98 took a good run at it, but I think we I think we still settled on Geely, so yep. um, that is the current basement position. Um, Alright, so you ready, to, you ready to break down this fine, fine film? Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> dive right in. So, the first couple of minutes of this movie... 
I legitimately can't even tell you what was going on. I I sat here for the first couple minutes of the movie and I turned the volume up to a level that would make my neighbors want to move away. And I was going, I can't, I can't. And it turned out, it wasn't that I couldn't hear it. It was that I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't download what was being said <laughs> and what was happening into my brain. And it, I, I, by the time I was like, oh, I got to turn this volume back down. Like, there's no amount of volume that's going to make this information be in my head. I know that, like, Barry Pepper showed <laughs> up and he handed the, the some girl some medicine and he, he goes, I got the medicine. And she goes, like, your, your father went to the other world or whatever. He had just handed whatever is the medicine to her, but in anger, he all, he had it and then slammed it down. I'm like, but he just handed it to her. How does he have it? <laughs> so, uh, Johnny. Is that his name? Johnny. Okay. And that's Chrissy. I, I had to... <laughs> wow. You, I, I got into this. <laughs> you were focused a lot more than I was. And, uh... Yeah, he comes back from some fucking journey, um, and he gives gives her some shit. Uh, she says your dad basically your dad died, and then it cuts to a scene. I thought I thought this was like a flashback to his his dad, but it's like the tribal elder. Did you think that because of the 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 like mid swipe, the like Star Wars mid swipe edit? So which, oh yeah which, so so the mid swipe little Star Wars <laughs> the the scene uh, transition uh, is cool and I like it except it's the only fucking transition they use in this movie and they use it one million times <laughs> every every time and it's supposed to indicate a passing of time right that, yeah that sw- any kind of transition that way rather than just a hard cut indicates that a great amount of time has passed or at least a significant amount of time has passed they use it every single edit in this movie so you never know how much time has has gone by yeah so, so so it goes back i thought it was again i thought it was you thought the guy in the <clears> cave <throat> yeah and he's is, is he the king from gladiator i don't know he he seemed really familiar to me not wait not the oh that was the original sorry, king yeah. the king that, that gives maximus like yeah. tells him he's gonna take over and then dies Anyways, um, so so he's talking about like the monsters, and then Johnny has a weird yeah. Throughout this entire movie, there's a lot of weird yelling, weird yelling, weird laughing, weird just like caveman noises. No, yeah, like he they they make like monkey noises. But, yeah, but they're people. They're humans. They're not primates. They're they, not primitive. Like they don't have like tools and shit. But like they they speak. They're they speak fluid English. They're capable of doing human shit they structure perfectly fine sentences yes but they also like i don't know bark like monkeys yeah (laughs) but all like so they're like cavemen right they've got long like scroungy hair and they wear all but they find time to fucking shave every day and say shit like that's a piece of cake yeah they have like (laughs) phrases and they they, they, they don't know where they came from but they're saying this is (laughs) this is a fucking bugaboo of mine this whole movie is phrases that are used in this like why it, we, we've done a bunch of movies on here where you, you notice the moment in which the film goes off the rails. This shit was never on the rails. No. The, the, from the very first moment of the movie, I was like, there's a problem, there's a problem, there's a problem. What the fuck? What are they saying? Why is he shaving? How come they can talk? I hate this. My third note, which is about 30 seconds into the movie, is already confused and mad, is what I wrote. Like, <laughs> I, So... 
looking in, like, I didn't know too much about this movie going into it. <clears throat> and I know it got some really bad reviews. I know some of the complaints on it. And about, yeah, like five, ten minutes in, I was like, I can understand. But I was like, not too, it's not the worst movie I've seen. That's five to ten minutes in. <laughs> Anything past that is... Oh, jeez. Uh, so, so he goes... I don't know why. I, like I said, I could not take in the dialogue. So there's a lot of moments where you might have to fill it in or we just gloss over it because I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but he ends up going on on uh, walkabout, right? He rides off on a horse for some In reason. slow motion. In, in slow motion. Yeah, and there's a lot of slow motion in th- this There's movie. one moment of slow motion later on. We'll, we'll, we'll get to this moment where you can see the flickering of the film. Yeah. Because they slowed it down after the fact, and you just sit there and watch the the film flicker for like ten full seconds, and I'm like, okay, if it wasn't filmed in slow motion, don't put it in slow motion. Um, but he goes off and he finds a miniature golf course, which seemed to be twenty yards away from the cave. <laughs> yeah, they're they're, they're riding, and the whole the whole premise is like some something about monsters. Yeah, so he's riding, and they hear these noises. And something coming from the sky, but nothing came from the sky. And he falls and he looks up and there's just like cartoon looking dinosaur. He starts beating it with a stick. A, a, thou- a thousand years of of being caveman people. Yeah. A thousand years and he, they've never found this miniature golf course. Yeah. That is 20 <laughs> yards from their cave. <laughs> so I didn't get that it was a miniature golf course. That was a big golf ball. <laughs> oh, was there? Yeah. I just saw the dinosaur and I was fixated on this fake ass, stupid looking fucking dinosaur. And then at one point he he's hitting it. He takes a piece of something and bites it like to eat it. Yeah, it's no good though. And and it's I guess because styrofoam. I thought that shit was biodegradable and it would have been gone after a thousand years. But so then two guys like ambush him. Yeah, which, other... is, which is Kim Coates, who who is one of my favorite, like, hey, it's that guy, guys. The the smaller one? The guy from, like, Sons of Anarchy and... Waterworld. Waterworld. Instantly recognized yeah, yeah. him as, as the guy from Waterworld. Yeah, he's the guy from Waterworld. He's the, he's the guy in Bad Boys that tries to carjack them in the beginning. And he's like, he's like, I'm a stand-up comedian and I suck. Yeah. Um, he's in Sons of Anarchy. He's, like, he's been in a million things. He's, he's always been around. I like that guy a lot. Uh, but yeah, so like they try to amp- somehow they end up friends. How'd they end up friends? So they're they're talking, and, and they go to the mall. Yeah, <laughs> all friends go to the mall. They end up fourteen year old girls, and they go to the mall. <laughs> so they're talking. Uh, Johnny says like he's looking for the the gods, and they're like, yeah, we know where the gods are. And he goes, then you'll take me. And they're like, eh, we're hunting. We don't have time for this. And so he he goes, I got food. He makes it makes a deal with them, saying if you oh, take me right. if you take that's me right. to the gods, I'll give you food. So they go to the mall. <laughs> yeah, which is where you get hot dog on a stick. They got Panda Express. There's there's all kinds of Cinnabon. There's all kinds of oh, shit. Oh, Mrs. At the mall. Fields cookies. <laughs> Fuck yeah, nice and hot and fresh. So <laughs> so they're they're walking around, and I so I had a hard time watching this as you did, but I also have two stupid dogs. It took me three hours. To watch this fucking movie, <laughs> so so I don't envy you. <laughs> so there's little breaks in my uh, my memory that's already fucked. So so when they get to the mall, this is where I first notice a thing that would piss me the fuck off throughout the rest of the, the lasers. Movie. No, not the, the slow motion. No, the, <laughs> no, no, the other thing. <laughs> 
though I definitely want to talk. I could talk about the lasers literally for the rest of my life. I could talk about how dumb those lasers are all goddamn day. I'm I not, thought they died. I'm not going to, but I, but the thing that pissed me off was the filters, the color filters yeah. that they use, and they would be either stark orange or stark blue on top of a Dutch tilt camera angle, which every single shot in this movie Always, is. Always. Yeah. Every shot. <clears throat> uh, but they would... They would be like, so there were some parts of it where it would be orange was outside and blue was inside, right? Which I was like, that's dumb, but all right. But then there were parts in the mall where it would cut back and forth inside the mall. Orange, yeah. blue, orange, blue. And I'm like, are you trying to give me epilepsy? What the fuck? Like, that's standard filmmaking, editing, continuity shit. It's, 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 it's hard to keep track of like, um, you know, somebody's specific wound who is in the background who might be coming in and out. That's hard to edit in, right? It's not hard to go. What color is it? Yeah. What color is the movie? If you're sitting down at a computer or whatever they were using to edit in 2000 and you go, what color is the fucking movie? Sometimes it's orange and sometimes it's blue within, within sing, like cuts. And in this mall, it kept going back and forth between orange and blue. And as soon as the alien showed up, it turned green? Yeah. <clears throat> I just remember the fucking the green. So, Why? Uh, dude gets shot. They start running. Yeah, but you don't see the, 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 the monsters, the aliens. No, you, you see you see big hair. You see hair. You see, ha- <laughs> see Gene Simmons. You, see, you, <laughs> you, hear, you hear their footsteps. You see their hair, and the music is super ominous. As yeah. though that hair is scary. Yeah. What? The, the one... <laughs> I don't know why I made a note to it. Well, there's all the there's the shouting and the slow motion. Um, so they're on the third floor. They're running away. Why would the fat dude jump from the third floor of the mall well, to, to the first? Well, because the escalator was broken <laughs> for a thousand years. Mitch Hedberg has a great joke. Escalator can't break. It can only become stairs. <laughs> You don't have to jump. <laughs> so, so he's there. There on the ground, he tells Johnny to just to to leave him and go. So Johnny runs. When Johnny gets shot, he 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 runs. He gets shot in the back in slow motion. He does like the the like hands fly up in the air, falls forward through glass. But he falls through like three panes of glass that are ten feet apart from each other. He just keeps falling through glass. It's like the car in Fast and Furious going through buildings. Yeah. He, I, I wrote down falling through glass forever. It was it was probably 20 seconds. <laughs> the, the, the laser we find out later on, always set to stun, doesn't kill anybody. Yeah. But... Falling through that much glass definitely would kill you. Yeah, um, your wounds would be, and the the glass breaking would be a, a thing that runs through this whole movie, right? Like that was a really piss poor attempt at foreshadowing, right? Was that like they're pointing out that it's important to know that glass can break? Yeah. <laughs> uh, then you get a shot of the biodome. The, the, yeah. <laughs> well, he Johnny's in a cage. In a plane, and this was the first spot where I was like, "This is the shitty CG they're talking about in the reviews." When when he's he's like in the cage looking at the ground in the plane or whatever the fuck that thing was, and they fly into this dome. Turns out it's Denver. Yeah. With a 
biodome around <laughs> yeah. it. It's Viva Los Biodome <laughs> in Denver. Um, so speaking of that CG, so so I watched an interview with this guy who was the former second in charge of Scientology. So you know how how Travolta in the movie keeps referring to them as executives and like their levels and all that shit. Yeah, I have a big problem with that. That's exactly how Scientology works. This movie is based on a book by L. Ron Hubbard, yes. who is like the inventor of Scientology. So this video, this this interview that I'm watching, this guy that used to be second in charge of Scientology is talking about how the guy who was and I think is first, like head honcho of Scientology, completely uh, his name's Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> he completely and utterly funded this movie and was watching dailies and had every single thing to do with the movie. He had he had his his hands on every aspect of it. He thought it was a gem and he loved it and he was pulling Travolta aside and telling him how great it was and to, to run with it and Re- Travolta was one of the producers and was making a lot of the decisions. Well Travolta put millions of his own money yeah. into it because no so no major um studio wanted it. wanted anything to do with this yeah. so this independent studio goes yeah we'll do it and it gets funded i think it was like 30 million dollars or something hot piece of fucking garbage so so <clears throat> the this dude who's the head of scientology is all about it while they're making it it comes out and it's one of the biggest flops in the history of movies and this dude does a total 180 and just starts shitting on Travolta and saying that it's his fault and the fact that he took a $10 million salary is the reason why the movie tanked and that if he wouldn't have taken a salary, they would have been able to put money into the special, the CGI, and that would have made it good. Uh, so Yeah, that makes sense. So this wink, dude, wink. <laughs> so this dude completely disregards having anything to do with it and just completely throws Travolta under the bus on it because he took up the CGI budget. Uh, he didn't help the movie at all. No, but, none. But that's not the reason that it sucks. <laughs> so I don't, know, I don't know a thing about Scientology, but I'm pretty open to hearing and listening. Once I found out this was based on Scientology and the idea was to tell L. Ron Hubbard's like a story of his about Scientology after watching it I immediately go you can fuck right off yeah <laughs> I don't want to hear a damn thing you have to say I mean I I, I, I don't want to make this a religious <clears throat> podcast at all but I feel like every um, religion has ha, should be able to make a movie about their thing and release it. That's that's fine, yeah. right? Like, yeah. But but I think that that most other religions wouldn't hide the fact that they had done so if it was a flop, and because if it was a massive success, they would have been like, "See, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just, out, dude, this this shit was out there." <laughs> so they go, uh. They're, oh, the, they get they get uh, delivered their breathe right strips. Their breathe right strips. <laughs> they get, yep. I, I I shit you not. Until it blew up at the end, I did not know there was another planet. I thought they were only taking place on Earth. So the whole time, I was so confused why sometimes there was breathe right strips and sometimes there wasn't. Because, so they have. Well, I, I figured it out by the end, right? Because sometimes they were on the other planet where the humans couldn't breathe. No, because inside the dome, they built... So they built the dome over Denver. Right. And pumped in oh, their air. inside so, the dome. Yeah, so the, okay. the, the cyclos is what they're called. They're from, they're from Cyclo. Yeah, then they're Cyclos. They're Cyclos. Yeah. And 
they pump their shit in. And so, so, so they can breathe, but the, oh, so the I was, human animals can't breathe in there. Man, and then when man animals. man animals, and then when they go outside of the dome later, okay. they're wearing the breathe right strips, but the man animals aren't. So I was right that nothing ever happens on the other. Planet. No, they do. They, they, nothing much. Oh, okay. They just, they, they it cuts to in, it like two or three times. So you can see cyclo impossible to keep track of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're unloading a couple of the prisoners and somehow Johnny gets a gun. He shoots one of these guys and kills him and he runs away. Right. Nobody tries to stop him. Yeah. He, he's running free and all these other fucking cyclos are walking around and they're just like, <laughs> you guys just running. And also the, there, there seems to be what? <clears throat> two dozen cyclos. Three dozen, maybe. Yeah. If you go into the bar, I want to talk about the bar for a long time. Yeah. But there's like maybe three fake ass cantina. Maybe three dozen of them. There are seemingly two hundred thousand humans in the prison, all all working. There, there are there this extinct race. Yeah. There's so many of them. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have the big the big shoot. Did, Okay, okay, we need to talk about the look of the Cyclos. They, <laughs> they're about eight feet tall. Because they're standing on blocks. Like Frankenstein blocks. But, like, if you look at, like, imagine what their shoe looks like. Now imagine what their foot must look like outside of that shoe. What? <laughs> it, it's really hard to describe the size of these things, but they, they're obscenely large. <laughs> It, like like it's it's probably their feet are probably two feet long yeah by a foot and a half or a foot wide yeah like it's just this and four feet tall just ridiculous and their their <clears throat> hands which by the way were you looking at how many fingers they had no I saw lots of knuckle hair and alien fingers and long fingernails this and... is the second movie where John Travolta's knuckle hair has been a problem <sighs> for us with but English accents sometimes <laughs> sometimes the, the they had sometimes five fingers and sometimes six fingers <laughs> because the special effects team couldn't decide so it would it would just change between five and six fingers but the thing that was cracking me up was that you could see the tips of their fingers wiggle. Like the, the empty space that was in their fingers, you could see it like just independently jiggle. Yeah, they they would like point because they did a lot of like hand acting. Yeah. like John Travolta's always got like a bunch of motion in his hands, and he would like you know move his hand and stop, and it would just be like keep boing, going. It would keep moving. Not only that, okay, I, I, they look like predators, right? They look exactly like predators. I read that John Travolta was obsessed with predators and he just wanted them to be predators and that they made the noises of predators and they took those sounds out afterwards and put in their other sounds. They were supposed to talk just like predators. Oh, Jesus. And the, the, they're basically a mixture between predator and the cowardly lion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the thing that was cracking me up through this whole movie was that they couldn't fit their fingers into their own guns. Yeah. <laughs> Their guns were like person hand sized. <laughs> and so they just have like a hold of the gun the way you would grab like a rock or something. They're not ergonomic at all for their big stupid fingers. Like what a what a hilarious blood. And they call them firearms. Yeah. Yeah, they just <laughs> use the term firearms. Like, I will say if there's any positive, the best looking of all of them to me was Forrest Whitaker's. Forrest Whitaker looked <clears throat> 
I mean, he looked terrible, but I would agree with you. He had two normal eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I really wish they gave him, let him keep his Forrest Whitaker eye with the, (laughs) with the, the contacts. He, He was dumb as fuck. He's the, the worst character in the movie, right? Like he, he has no agency at all. He just takes everything that's like presented to him. He just goes, okay. Like, and it had like five different times in the movie. He's duped. I I can't tell, like normally you have a relationship with two, like the, the head guy and his little like fucking minion. minion, And it's like, there's some cohesiveness and, and and it, and it usually in movies at some point, like when, when there's, you could tell the minion has like a conscience. There's, there's that like. Uh, fork in the road but most of the time they're kind of on the same page never once are him and Terrell is that Travolta? yeah <laughs> never would have known that <laughs> never once are they they're always like trying to what it, what it, what was the term they use gain uh, leverage leverage yeah leverage is like the leverage or gold one of the two is the currency in this movie at all times yeah. and and it's just constantly recording each other and setting each other up and scheming against the other person but they're uh, i don't i don't <laughs> fucking understand so stupid um that i don't like we gotta fast forward because this is all bullshit they go to the bar the, yeah. the, there's like four scenes probably that take place in the bar which were which were all very obviously filmed at the same time yeah. And then broken up throughout the movie to be in different times in the movie. But same music, same people in the background, same, like, everything looks the same. Like, I couldn't, I could not input whatever conversation they were having here. Travolta's mad about something. He, like, didn't get a promotion or he didn't get to leave. He, Which, uh, the first bar scene or the second? I don't know. The first So, one? <laughs> he, the first time he goes to the bar, bartender's like, oh, you're almost out of here. And he goes, that, that deal we made, are we still... We still on? He goes, no, we're not. And he goes, and he says, you know, you said you wouldn't intentionally or you wouldn't, you know, accidentally put that in your report. And John Travolta goes, you're right. I wouldn't accidentally. He goes, I would intentionally put it in the report because we're not friends. <laughs> oh, I have written down, we're not friends. Ha, 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 ha. Because the, the dialogue was written in this movie, had to have been written by fucking middle schoolers. <laughs> It was fucking terrible. <laughs> the the amount of times that they would all just burst into laughter, like end of an eighty sitcom style, yeah, was it happened like twenty times. the The fucking predator cowardly lions just laugh at the end of almost every sentence. So apparently, <clears throat> what I gather is the the main one of the main cyclos comes to Tra- Travolta thinks he's getting off fucking Earth. Um, after running this this uh, mining operation on Earth, the guy comes down and Travolta's like, "Yeah, I'm getting out of here." He goes, "No, you're not. You're not staying for five more cycles. You're staying for 50. Oh yeah, and because he. And then Travolta goes, oh, "I didn't know that was the general's daughter, or the governor's daughter." But they don't tell you what he did. Did he kill her? Did he fuck her? Did yeah. he punch her in the face? I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they don't go into it. They don't say a thing. I yeah, I, I I took a note there where I was like, he fucked the general's daughter. Like, who is the general? Who is the daughter? The, the, is this a sequel? Am I missing something? What the hell is going on? All right, and like, who is this excellency guy? Because he initially seemed to from have, the head office. 
Yeah. He, he <laughs> see, initially, he had all the power, right? Yeah. He's the one that can tell Travolta, you're staying or going. But then later on, he's like a cowering piece of shit. And Tell I, the big fat guy with yeah, the jiggly neck. But I yeah. can I can never figure out why he was in charge and then why he wasn't in charge later on. I didn't know what Travolta was even up to. I knew he was mad that he couldn't leave, but I was like, they keep talking about like he's doing something he's not supposed to be doing, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't. I can't be invested because the movie sucks, and also I could never get a grasp on what the fuck was going on because my brain won't take in this gobbledygook <laughs> that they're speaking. <laughs> like, did, did you notice the part the first time when when him and Forrest Whitaker like go at it in the office, and for basically oh, what they I went at it, I missed that part. Well, no, uh, what, what, I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see two predator cowardly lions going at it in the office. So, Forrest Whitaker's that character, this movie good, like fudged a report and submitted it or something and is this the thing that had like a like a, a gold like little squiggly mark yeah. on it are we supposed to look at their fucking technology squiggly mark and be like oh shit yeah <laughs> what the hell like i don't know uh, what the i was like is this a picture is it information is that how they write it's like a hard drive i, I don't <laughs> what the fuck is it i, I have no clue so he <sighs> I don't know, Forrest Whitaker was, like, trying to get one over on Travolta by saving information and using it submitted as his. And they're going back and forth, and at some point Travolta hits, like, a surveillance camera and records their interaction and sets up, like, Forrest Whitaker to say, this is my plan, this is what I'm doing. And Travolta's like, you can't do that, that's bad. And then shuts it off, and he's like... I've recorded you, and, so uh, so you're 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 indebted to me. And then he shows Forrest Whitaker where the video is. <laughs> like he pulls the video disc out, and he goes, "You see this? He this is my evidence." And he shows it to him, and then just puts it right back in. And like, For, Forrest Whitaker's like, "Aha! Well played." Yeah, he, he's like, "You have much to learn." He goes, "Oh, thank you, Wait, thank you for setting me up." What the fuck happened? Has so, has the has the um the little conference uh in in like a bar or no no it's like a manicure slash head massage place with like Travolta the fat one Forrest Whitaker they're sitting in like a half circle has that scene happened yet because I, honestly I don't know where we're at so <laughs> I, re I really don't so and so, some so somewhere along the line there was a part where he's sitting <clears throat> around talking bullshit I don't know to the fat head honcho guy yeah. right. The, this scene made me laugh so hard. Is this where they figure out the guy's scheme, like, fucking funneling money? Gold? I have no idea. It doesn't matter. Okay. But what's, <laughs> what's going on is funny as shit because Travolta has his hands out in front of him and he's getting a manicure from some just, like, no-name, off-to-the-side-woman alien monster, right? Like, <laughs> with I don't the fucking hands, he's getting a manicure. The head honcho guy has a woman massaging his giant head, right? Except for that his head is fake and her fingers are fake. So she is just very lightly flip-flopping her hands on top of his head. <laughs> She's just going front back front back she's just taking that. her big stupid floppy hands on his big stupid hollow head and she's just very gently flopping her hands on his head he's sitting there as though he can't feel it and doesn't even know that she's there because probably the case and i was cracking up so throughout this whole movie 
if you're because I just couldn't listen to it, so I had to watch it really carefully. There's a part where they show the humans mining, and there's a guy swinging a hammer very 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 gently and barely tapping it into the rocks yeah there's there's a part where um somebody swings like a stick as though they're trying not to hurt someone there's just a bunch of little tiny background shit of like genteelness that if you spot it you're like what what was that probably because the props are so shitty they're (laughs) gonna break yeah they didn't want to break anything so but but that head massage had me dying so i feel like we kind of have to approach this episode a little different because I don't know where oh, we're I at. Ca- I can't. <clears throat> I couldn't follow this to save my life. So yeah, we could just okay. So so the plot, the premise that Travolta at some point comes up with that they come up with this scheme that <clears throat> they're gonna set up a fake revolt. Um, what they're gonna set up like a revolt? <laughs> I'm hearing to, this as though I've never <laughs> seen it <laughs> to, to get off this to to get more money and to get off of off of Earth. But what they're going to do is they're going to take the the man animals and they're going to teach them to mine and teach right. them their technology. Right, okay. So- to, and then they're going to funnel, um, they're going to lose profit. They're going to show that they're that's their way of saving money. So so they're going to say that they're losing money because their their workers aren't producing. But on the side, they have man animals mining and they're taking that money and siphoning it off for themselves. Oh. So the gold, they're siphoning off for themselves, and then they'll go to the, the head office and go, we're losing a bunch of money, this thing is done, we need to get out of here. Wait, isn't that the exact thing he accused the fat guy of doing? Yes. So they were both doing it? Yes. <laughs> but so, but somehow he was able to uh, convince the fat guy that they need to be partners in it because... the. F- because he's like head of security and he should vaporize. But the, he didn't. Like he his his not killing him was such a favor to him that he has to split it with him or yes. some shit. So they're they take Johnny and take him to the learning machine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically the Batman Forever Riddler like TV box that just shoots information into just his face. Shooting it into into his eyes and he starts learning the language. And learning, learning the history and the planet of the cyclos. But he learns all. He learns everything. He learns literally. He's been, what's the movie with Bradley Cooper where he takes pills and he's the smartest person ever? Limitless. Uh, limitless. He just yeah. becomes limitless, right? Mm-hmm. He knows fucking everything, like triangles. And- oh, he, he talks about <laughs> geometry and molecular biology. He's, and, <clears throat> he's he uh, he he. He's one, trying to teach. Uh, Teach geometry to the fucking Cave other men. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're and huh. <laughs> they come to rescue him from the knowledge machine, and he's like, "Piss off!" And he gets back in. He's like addicted to. He's knowledge. I need more knowledge. <laughs> this is how we beat them. At one point, he takes him to uh, Travolta. Takes him to a library. Yeah, and, and he's like, and he reads the he reads the he opens the Declaration of Independence, and automatically he knows about Fort Knox. <laughs> he, know, he learns Fort about Hood, yeah, like, Fort Hood, and like, uh, yeah, he know. <laughs> so so Travolta, the, like I couldn't gather any of that shit that you just told me, but what I did gather, Travolta bad, Barry Pepper good, and he takes him educates him on literally everything everything then gives him a spaceship and then leaves 
So no supervision whatsoever. Here's your way off the planet. Here's your way to do whatever you want. And he just pisses off. So so they take the 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 crew. What he does is he somehow kidnaps a girl. Travolta kidnaps a girl that just happens to be yeah Johnny's girl. She like ran off from their village or whatever because his his horse had come back. Come back. So she goes. They kidnap her. And he presents her to Johnny with this explosive call around his neck, automatically assuming that he knows this no, no, no. female. She had a drawing. She had a really uh, shit of her. Crude, she, no, she had a drawing of man with long hair, basically. And John Travolta goes, "Yep, that's that's Barry Pepper." <laughs> He goes. Like, you, he goes. What, he that's says. What literally, everyone looks like. <laughs> he makes a comment that like the man animals aren't good at anything, but they're really good at drawing. Is this, so so this <laughs> this is when he pulls out the detonator to threaten to blow up her yeah. head, and his hand engulfs the detonator. Why are they building shit that they can't grab? <laughs> Why are they inventing stuff that their big stupid fingers can't touch buttons on? And and then he, as a demonstration of his uh, uh, marksmanship, he, okay, we, we need to get into the lasers. We've been glossing over it, so I'm going to put a pen, pen in, the, in, the, in the demonstration, but their lasers are basically air cannons that put, like, punch a <laughs> hole in something, right? Like, Well, they have two. Oh. Because what? They, they have different... So, <laughs> what? So, the lasers... <laughs> the, the lasers, they have the stun, which, which looks like it's worse looking... So, this came out how many years after Star Wars? Fucking... 25? Uh, yeah, 100. And, and the lasers in Star Wars are, like, tits... And these are what the fuck. But like, sometimes <clears throat> they make a, a visible laser, and sometimes it's just an air cannon. Yeah, and then, but but then later, but the, when when they're in the forest and he shows to show off his marksmanship, it's shooting bullets, and he shoots the the legs off of cows. <laughs> He's just blasting the legs off of cows. I paused it to laugh. I was laughing so hard. He shoots behind his back <laughs> to shoot the legs off of cows. Not shoot the cow, just shoot the legs off. Like and a, the cow just tips over like, oh! <laughs> like the part where he he shoots Forrest Whitaker's hand off. And, just, and Forrest Whitaker just goes, huh. He just looks at it like, I guess my hand's gone. When Travolta gets his arm shot off, he no-sells it. He's just looking at what is his... His chest width has doubled when his arm goes away. They didn't even try to hide his real arm. <laughs> no. I'm like, yeah, well, like, what are these stupid fucking guns? <clears throat> so they have some that have bullets. It's because so- they, they literally go pew, pew, pew. <laughs> and it like, you, there's a, like, it's firing rounds. And then there's ones that just shoot lasers. And then there's ones that shoot like an air like, you can see, there's no laser, it's just, like, air waves. Yeah. But, yeah, you can't see anything. You just see holes getting punctured in styrofoam yeah. walls. Yeah. I'm, I, I was I was both angry and laughing hysterically at their dumbass guns that they can't even grab that do whatever they need them to do. <laughs> and they just remove the legs from cows. <laughs> well, one part I don't get, so, <clears throat> no one speaks the language, right? And before Johnny learns their language, at one point, Travolta, <clears throat> one of the scenes where him and Forrest Whitaker are going at it in the office and fucking setting each other up, Travolta turns around and hits his head on the ceiling. And he goes, 
why hasn't this thing been fixed yet? He goes, get man animals to fix this ceiling. So then Forrest Whitaker brings in a couple of the dudes that end up being like the mining crew. And somehow they know to knock down the ceiling. Wait, I, I remember... <clears throat> There's like hitting, an archway I where... remember him hitting his head. I don't remember that going anywhere. So, so... <laughs> I, I, what, what, I the, like... dur- during the learning machine part? Yeah. That's when, why they were there. They, the rest of them are knocking down the, the fucking... I missed that entirely. But how do they tell them? Yeah. This whole movie, how, how, do they... how do these people know, how do the man animals, the humans, know that they're supposed to mine? That they're... None of these... None well, of these creatures speak English. Not only that, they've they've been keeping humans oppressed for a thousand years, right? Yeah. But the Barry Pepper's little crew just refers to them as monsters, and this is the first time they've ever noticed them. The 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 aliens don't know what the humans <laughs> eat, right? Yeah, they, they have, assume rats are they, their favorite they food. They make the assumption that it's rats. They can't communicate. It's been a thousand years. You can't communicate with them still. Right? It took me an hour and ten minutes into this movie to realize that they were not speaking the same language. Like, when, when Barry Pepper learns it and speaks it, I was like, oh. <clears throat> then I started thinking, okay, well, if they've if we've been hearing them in our language because, and rather than subtitles, yeah. why do they have accents? Why does John Travolta have a sometimes British accent yeah. if, if it's <laughs> simply being translated from Predator to my language? They're from their silo, London. What, like, <laughs> and why doesn't Forrest... new? It's new cyclo. <laughs> <laughs> why doesn't Forrest Whitaker have a British accent? <laughs> and why are they the only cyclos that look? There's like three that look human. The other ones look like Klingons. Yeah, their faces are just. One of them looked exactly like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> so they take this group to mine. And he says, you have 14 days to, to mine, <clears throat> get all this gold. Teaches Johnny how to fly their planes because they have a flight simulator for yeah. their for their, their space planes. <laughs> this movie contains two flight simulators. <laughs> well, they haven't had energy and power for a thousand years. And when they go to Fort Hood, they, just they find the a, a U.S. Mer- like... An Air Force flight simulator for fighter jets. Fully functioning. They find a bunch of Harrier jets, which have... They uh, hover. They have fuel in them that works. And missiles. And missiles. Like, every, this shit's been laying around for a thousand years. Still works. Everything's just good to go. Well, it's because the fucking U.S. military's the shit. There, there's about as much dust on this stuff as there is just, like, on my bookshelf right now. Yep. Like, it's... So, he goes, you got 14 days, they leave him to mine, leave him with a plane, Johnny goes, tells the rest of the crew, we're not mining. I learned, I learned about this place called Fort Knox, where they have a bunch of gold, so we're going to go take that gold, and we're going to pretend we're mining. Yeah, we're going to keep so, half of it in the... So, so, they fly to Fort Knox. Yeah. And they take a bunch of gold bars... <laughs> And John- Which are heavy as shit. If you've seen <clears throat> Die Hard 3, you know yeah. gold is heavy. <laughs> John Travolta comes back and he goes, he picks up, the, he goes, why are these bars? And he goes, we thought it'd be better this way. And he goes, oh, since you man animals took the time to smelt this gold, you have seven days to get the rest. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> they have perfect, where's their smelting equipment? 
It's... Where are the forms? Have you seen any of the gold being... <laughs> yeah, where's where's the raw form gold? Like, he just shows up. It's like, ah, you smelted it. You must have a lot of free time. Good job. You got less time. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? So this whole time, <clears throat> they're cooking up a plan. I made a point. So Johnny's plan is to... They are going to uh, break out the rest of the man animals the humans they're gonna blow a hole in the dome and simultaneously uh take a uh nuclear weapon to cyclo and blow up cyclo when they blew up cyclo <laughs> was the first time i knew there was a cyclo like, I, yeah. like that it was in the movie i mean i was like i thought they blew up the planet that they were on and then I was like, wait, did that, was that Earth? Oh, I, I, oh, oh that's the other... Yeah. I'm like, fuck this movie. <laughs> so, so yeah, they, they start their revolt or whatever, right? Like, all, all hell starts to break loose. There's a part where they're, like, in the early stages of the revolt. They've got somebody, they've got one of the humans up on a, a, a lookout. And he's supposed to, like, tell them what's up. And he goes, uh, he said, five guards moving fast. And they show it. It's eight. And they're moving slow they're as They're walking. <laughs> they're moving slow as fuck because they're stupid feet. I, that was hilarious to me. Moving fast. No, they're not. They cannot move fast. They're incapable of moving fast. I also liked when uh, <clears throat> Johnny's reunited with the girl, with Chrissy. She says to him at one point, she, they're getting ready for this revolution, this revolt. And she says, I've always known this would be your destiny. Yeah. Oh, you did? She... You, you you didn't know about these motherfuckers. She definitely knew about Harrier Jets and she and the, John Travolta was going to show up. He, they leave cavemen. They leave, like, some forest, uh, forest tribe to play with the flight simulator. Alright, so when, when they're fi- <laughs> fighting these fucking jets later... Experts. Expert jet do, pilots. <laughs> They know how to eject. They can do fucking maneuvers. They're like... Yeah. Did they go to Top Gun school? They had seven <laughs> days to play in a flight simulator and they're hovering jets. They're hiding them in little like alleyways in the they, city. They're they're <clears throat> doing just maneuvers that you haven't seen in, in like other Top Gun and fucking Independence Day. Goose shit. was rolling in his fucking grave. <laughs> Goose should have used that flight simulator. That's a good flight simulator. So they, they, at one point, they fire... No, no, no. Kim Coates crashes his, uh, his like, alien plane into the dome, right? Yeah, because they try to blow it up, and it cracks the glass, but it doesn't And then he <clears> sees all hole. the, like, Acme explosives, like, literally barrels, which say explosives on yeah. them. And he he detonates that, right? And the, the glass, like crunches but it doesn't all the way break you see some some aliens or people or something running in the bottom and there's a voiceover of somebody that says why is it coming down you hear a hear a female voice go why is it coming down you didn't you didn't hear the explosion you haven't seen what's happening you can't look up like i like what do you mean why is it coming down And that was an added-in voiceover that wasn't, like, recorded yeah. at the time. So that, that's an that's a directorial note. Like, oh, let's have somebody that's completely clueless as to what's happening. Um, and then he just has a bazooka. He, In the plane. He, yeah. just, he pulls a bazooka out of his pants, Looney Tunes style, 
and shoots the explosives, and then it comes down for real and like busts up the whole biodome. And then uh, somehow, so 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 it was blue inside. Yeah, right? it was like a hazy. It was blue. He he blows up the glass. Still blue. It goes goes orange. Everything turns like desert color now. Everything's fine. All of the um the the aliens the are are cyclos that were standing right there which were like defeated are now gone they're just not in the shot anymore like travolta was doing the whole shit with his arm disappearing or whatever all they just went away now that they've won there's less people in the sh- in the shot yeah like, i'm like <clears throat> that's the most piss poor directing and editing i think i can recall in a movie troll 2 is more put together than this movie is so they, dude goes to Cyclo. <clears throat> I, I'm assuming that he, what I kind of gathered is he's like the brother of the guy who got his head blown off with the, um, <clears throat> the little oh yeah yeah fucking neck bomb whatever. Which you don't see. <clears throat> you don't see it. Why? Why did they create a device in the movie where they're like, okay, like you know, you, you and I are sitting down making a movie and we're like, it's gonna be PG-13, which I assume this movie is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what if we have a like a collar that blows up people's heads? won't you won't be able to show it so why do it right and, so, it, and it's and it's not a small part it's it turn it's small but it's a major part of the movie it's a huge plot point <laughs> yeah <laughs> in this dumbass movie <laughs> that, that you can't you don't see you just hear the like <laughs> yeah and the camera cut and you see somebody like horrified that's very easily avoided don't make that the the vehicle yeah. for that moment if you can't show it don't do it so when he goes to Cyclo <clears throat> and he detonates this radiation bomb, they call it, the planet within five seconds blows up. Yeah. The okay. entire the entire planet explodes into dust, and then all of a sudden, with the same amount of time it took for it to explode, the dust clears and it's just space. Yeah, it's just gone. And there, there's no particles left. So so the last thing that happens is Travolta's stuck in Fort a cage. Knox. Like somewhere, somewhere where there's gold. It, it, it's in Fort Knox and they go, yeah. you've got your gold and now uh, Force Whitaker's on the, the man animals Yeah, he side. just switched sides because yeah. he's super trustworthy. So they set up a sequel. Oh, they go, They're ke- so they're keeping John Travolta in case there's cyclos on other parts of the universe that come back so that come to earth then they can say they have the video of john travolta doing all this shit they have evidence and they say that they basically they can give the evidence to these other cyclos and say john travolta was the one who caused this so okay great why wouldn't they still imprison the humans and make them uh, yeah. why wouldn't they just start over and forrest whitaker goes the man animals made me the head cyclo okay well in theory, there's two of you left. One of you is in a fucking cell. So, oh, now they have the power to make you king? Is well, that This was the first half of the book. There's a second half of the book, which was supposed to be a sequel, which obviously when you lose... I want to see the sequel. <laughs> when you lose this much money, then you're not going to have a sequel. So, mercifully, thankfully, that is the end of this movie. Um uh. This is normally the part of the show where I give you guys some social media shout-outs. Um, no one on social media gives two fucks about this movie, so again, I'm just going to direct you to uh, texting 90999 to Red Cross. Um, sorry, text Red Cross to 90999 if you want to donate $10 and just kind of help out with the uh, California wildfires. Um, 
Okay, well, let's give out some awards, some much-deserved awards for Battlefield Earth. Do we have to? (laughs) Yes, it's mandatory. Uh, All right. Okay, so the first thing we've got up is our bold statement, uh, which is just an opinionated stance. You know, if you were going to tell somebody how you feel about this movie and then mic drop, this this would be how you feel about it. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in first. I've kind of mentioned this a couple of times. This movie is the most impossible to pay attention to movie that 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 ha- has to exist. I I'm a big um, I'm not necessarily a big like sci-fi fan. I don't seek it out, but there's a lot of sci-fi things that I really like. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Aliens and Marvel movies and Predator and like Star Wars. Star Wars. I, I, there's a lot of it that I like. I know some people that say they they hate that genre in general, and I'm always kind of confused as to why. This is the sort of shit that they're talking about. Yeah. Because I couldn't... Like I said, I had the volume up to a thousand before I realized it wasn't that I couldn't hear it, it was that I couldn't listen to it. I couldn't focus on this movie because it was as though it didn't want me to. It was like... It was forcing me to not pay attention to it. And I was locked into it and still just not taking it in. There was just a barrier between me and the TV that wouldn't allow me to ingest it. And as soon as I hit stop on this recording, all of this information is going to leave my brain. Yeah, none, none of it will stay. So that's that's my that's my bold statement. This movie is impossible to pay attention to. My thesis is, my bold statement is pretty simple. Dumb as fuck with a twist. <laughs> that's... Yeah. That's all I got. The twist is... It's about Scientology. Like it's it's a it's about a book. It, it's it. This is supposed to be based on something, and yeah. to me, that's the twist. Like, it's <laughs> fucking. St- you, you didn't need to tell me that. Yeah. Like I didn't need to know any of. Yeah, it's it's uh, propaganda, it, but it's disguised propaganda. It's supposed. You know, if this had been a hit. If this had made money, and by the way, this movie cost seventy-three million dollars to make. Oh Jesus! And it grossed twenty-nine million worldwide. So it was a massive, massive financial failure. If it had been a success, you know that the Church of Scientology would have been like, "Yep, it's about Scientology. Yeah. Look what we did." <clears throat> but because it wasn't, they went, "No, we got nothing." No, to do no, that. no. You own this. Yeah, <laughs> this is yours. <laughs> um. All right. What is your worst line in the movie? <laughs> so for the, for the lines it was hard normally travolta presents uh he presents more as far as good bad lines yeah, he, he, like, he normally will give you a ton of options for worst and best line. yeah he just sort of towed a line in this where he was never really good but yeah. nothing he was saying was like laughable in a good way or it was a just bad terrible way. it just was not interesting so my mind goes man animals operating machinery have you blown a head gasket why do they know what the fuck a head gasket is <laughs> they, they use so so one of the things i wrote down under worst line doesn't get my word is just i wrote down phrases yeah and then i started writing down things they were saying like head gasket and piece of cake and um uh right on his tail and they're using all these like common vernacular phrases and terms that they would have no fucking way if you don't know what a triangle is yeah you don't know what a triangle is but you constantly reference piece of cake it, instead of saying a man of my word in the bar he says 
I'm a cyclo of my word. Yeah, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, or whoever Scientology <laughs> So, So my worst line is actually to Kelly Preston, who is also a Scientologist and is John Travolta's wife. And is the, like, slutty cyclo that's sitting next to him in one scene. Oh, like, is that her? Yeah. Oh, and and he, he, go, he says something like, oh, yeah, and her other skills. And she puts out her, like, eight-foot-long tongue. And yeah. I was like, that was, that was sort of funny. But she says to him, I'm going to make you as happy as a cyclo baby on a straight diet of Rabango. I don't know what Rabango is. <laughs> I assume that it's that green shit, but I don't know that. So... What the fuck? Like, what? What? And it never pays off. There's no fucking in this movie. That's the, probably the biggest problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hate when movies do this. Like, you have a different culture, or a di- and like, you use vernacular, you use slang, they use terms that you would only understand if you. Like, if you watch Shaun of the Dead, they use, they use terms that in America we don't use. Right. But you can look them up. Sure. You you can kind of deduce what they're t- what they're saying from what's going on. It may- this is fake shit. Yeah. It's all made up. So uh, for Bango, no, no one knows what the fuck that is. I was you like, can't. Is that one of those like terrible '90s sodas that popped up and went away? <laughs> like I didn't know what it. It's like rip off Fanta. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think the best example of this is Black Panther. Black Panther invented a fictional place with a fictional culture and they made it feel lived in and natural and real and like yeah. separate from the world that we know and and it felt lived in. It felt like a probably is a real place, right? Yeah. This is the other end of that spectrum where you're like, this is stupid, corny, fake bullshit that they the the way that they were talking and the terms that they were using prevented you from ever buying a moment of it like if you're gonna say verbet whatever the fuck it's called verbango like maybe be drinking it yeah well like make a reference to it so you can i assume that it's that green shit that they were always drinking well he but... I, I can't remember because at the bar he orders three of them to go oh yeah, and he yeah. says what it is i just don't remember the fuck the <laughs> which again the glasses that they come yeah. in which is basically a ninja turtle ooze vial yeah their hand doesn't fit the thing. Why? Are- <laughs> well, well, you can you can tell that like their fingers go like mid knuckle on these yeah. gloves, so they're grabbing a mid knuckle, and the fingertips are just kind of freely wobbling. wobbling around. Around. But why are there so many objects that they use with their hands which don't fit their fucking hands? <laughs> um, what is uh, what is your best line? It's the only line that I was like, that, that I, I kind of was like, eh, all right, was when he's in the plane upside down and he takes, uh, he's on, uh, what's his dude from Waterworld? He's got oh, the Kim, bazooka. Kim Coates. Bazooka and he goes, coming in five and then he like shuts off the radio and he goes, three, two, one, and then he goes, piece of cake. Like, <laughs> I, I it's the only thing. It's the only thing to me that like they built up. They kept saying like piece of cake. Like it's eat, like yeah. And he used it kind of yeah. It's it's it's, it's, he, it's dumb that they know the term, but yeah. it's kind of sweet that they had like a mantra. And and he he used it in a place that was in good movies that like so in movies when they're when a guy's basically taking one for the team and killing themselves yeah, yeah. like there's there's like a they, there's he's, a catchphrase or something he is Randy Quaid from Independence Day I was, that's exactly yeah. what popped in my head yeah. like so you have to say something you can't just 
right. blow up. Yeah. And, and yeah, cowabunga. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think kind of what you're getting at is what I wrote down here for my best line. So in order to choose a best line in this movie, I have to give you this analogy. <laughs> if I was just, just propped you up and kicked you in the balls all day long, just constantly kicking you in the balls. If I stopped and punched you in the face, you'd be happy about it. Yeah. Right? That's basically what a best line in this movie is, is the punch in the face rather than the kick in the balls. So so my best line is when Travolta has has caught Forrest Whitaker trying to get leverage on him, and he's like kind of toying with him, and he reaches into a box, and he pulls out the bartender's head, and he goes, the friendly bartender! And he like overact. That was the one Travolta moment where I was like, ah, oh, yes, there's that overacting that I was looking for, that like cheese. So... <laughs> <laughs> so he kills the bartender and stores the head in there how does he know that Forrest Whitaker talked to him how do you get the head in there and knew Forrest Whitaker was going to be in his office or does he just keep people's heads in his office <laughs> punch in the face it's not good it's not great to get punched in the face but it's better than getting kicked in the balls that scene is actually pretty funny where he's trying to figure out who Forrest Whitaker told and he's like was it this person? He goes, ha ha, no. And he goes to his list and he goes, was it the friendly bartender? Forrest Whitaker's like, fuck. Ah, you got me. <laughs> and there's never any threat of harm between the two of them. Yeah. Everyone else is like losing limbs and getting killed and shot with air guns or lasers or bullets or whatever the fuck comes out of their stupid guns. <laughs> but between the two of them, they constantly build up this tension that never goes anywhere. You're like, oh, okay, they're just like buds who fuck with each other. They're basically me and you, just like busting each other's nuts all the time. Like, all right, what is your? Uh, this is a very, very tough category. Um, worst performance generally on this show is really easy. You might you 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 have um, one or two people that stand out. Worst performance in this movie could be absolutely anyone involved in the entire process of making this movie uh it was actually pretty easy for me okay john travolta okay <laughs> that's totally <laughs> fair sean archer <laughs> john, john travolta was the the accent that the, was just coming and going like like n nothing yeah you you feel i feel nothing in this movie but anger yeah <laughs> rage <laughs> so yeah worst performance john travolta he was really bad, and the fact that he was the producer and that he had so much to do with the making of the movie that he chased this for 10 years trying to get it made, and this is what came of it, and this was his performance, and that's what the aliens looked like. A, a, this, a lot of this does fall on his head, not as much as the head honcho of Scientology would have you believe, but, yeah. but <clears throat> he is. there's a reason why his career never rebounded from this. Uh, it actually, I hate to say this, knowing all the backstory of why this movie and his involvement in this movie m knocks him down a, a, quite a few notches in my book of actors. Well, like, I was, I was like, thinking about his like career as a whole after this movie ended and I was doing the research and... I've been I've been doing a deep dive into Nicolas Cage because the last thing we did was Wicker Man and it made me really pr appreciate him and we did the Face Off episode which is one of our most popular episodes and I came to the conclusion that they never were good 
Do you know no. what I mean? They 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 they've had a couple of brief shining moments. Tra- Travolta's had Michael was good. Like Phenomenon a, was good. A couple of little <clears throat> things that happened to land yeah. in a time period where they fit, and he was the right guy for the role. So he's he's experienced and he knows what he's doing, but he's not yeah. a good actor. If you if you are a real estate agent for forty years and you've sold four houses. But they were really big houses. You're a bad real estate agent. Yeah. So that's that's who he is. He's just trash. And and on the flip side, uh, Nicolas Cage, also not good. But he's so goddamn fun to watch be not good. But he, he owns it. Yeah, he knows <clears throat> like, what he is. And, he, and, and he, he just keeps making that because he knows his niche. Yeah. And Travolta, to me, tries to play off. Like he's, like he's a Denzel Washington, yeah. but he's not. Yeah. And he just doesn't accept the fact that he's in a lot of shitty fucking movies. Yeah, he still <laughs> defends this movie. He Everyone else has admitted that it's trash. Barry Pepper said if he had known he was going to get a Razzie, he would have showed up to accept it. The, the John Travolta is still like, no, nah, it's good. What are you talking about? He, he still wants to get a sequel made. He's still like, dude. Move on. <laughs> it's it's Jesus. crap. Uh, my worst performance is a tie. I'm going to give co-worst performance to director Roger Christian and editor Robin Russell. The, the tandem of director and editor in this movie is possibly the worst of a, of a major movie that I've ever seen in my life. The, the cuts that go back and forth between... Uh, colors the stupid swipe transition um the visible frame rate in in slow motion stuff um the lack of having any idea geographically where anyone is at any given time or what's happening in the story these are all things that are there those two people's fault i mean the 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 writing is definitely bad and the dialogue is bad, but it could have been mediocre if it were made better. Yeah, you you can make up for yeah. a lot of like <clears throat> bad CG. Um, to be honest, the CG I didn't think was terrible for standards of twenty years ago. It there were moments, little things here and there, but the amount of like ships and buildings and stuff that are in this movie, yeah, a lot of the time didn't catch my eye as bad. It's not the worst part of the movie. It's it's it's, it's not the worst, but you can make up for a lot of that stuff, yeah, with production, yeah. and editing and directing, yeah. The and... the just like this movie is, uh, you you have no clue what's going on at any time, really. Yeah. I mean, it was it was just really really bad. Uh, who is your uh, MVP again? So the MVP is somebody who doesn't know they're in a bad movie <clears throat> and is and is trying to swing for the fences. I'm gonna say Johnny. He wasn't bad. Yeah, I like. like I, <clears throat> I always associate his face next after John Travolta's with this movie and its and its like uh, reputation. But he's not that bad. Especially he's, he's been in some really good movies. Oh man, have you ever seen um, Sixty One? The, the no. where he's um, Mick, not he's not Mickey Mantle. He's um, Roger Maris, and he's chasing the home run record. Billy Crystal uh, directed. It's like an HBO movie, and he's he's so good in that movie. Um, he's he's really talented. Like I think he was in Thin Red Line. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple other movies that they're escape. The the names are escaping me. But yeah, this, this movie tanked his career too. Like, what did it? I, I, I thought I think some of those came after. Really? Yeah. I hope so because I I don't remember like his, he's one of those guys where I go oh yeah I remember that he exists. 
Yeah, he like he wasn't mind. for for what the movie was. I don't think he was he was bad. Yeah, he like, was he was he is not even in the top thirty reasons of things that suck yeah. in this movie. Um, so my MVP is Kim Coates. That he's he's he never did anything in this movie that made me like cringe. Yeah, he just spoke the lines they gave to him, which weren't that good. But he was a good like second in charge for the man animals, which I hate saying. Yeah. <laughs> manimals. <laughs> Um, all right, now here's a tough one. What is your unredeemable moment? This is the moment in the movie that if you were gonna, if you were gonna give someone an example who's never seen it as to why it's good, bad, or or bad, this is the moment you would use. Dialogue. Just every word spoken. E- everything. <laughs> <clears throat> it, it's fucking awful. I had, I had written down everything, and then I was like, Nah, Sean's gonna say that. <laughs> Just everything, like the entire script. It just fe- it feels like a li- like it's a, a kid in high school writing his first play. Yeah, it's just stuff that an an amateur like if I if me and you were to write a movie, it would it would not be this bad. The dialogue would not be this bad, but it would be really close. <laughs> but and these are people who do this for a living. Yeah, people who do it professionally and based on a best-selling book from a best-selling author. They get awards for this shit. Yeah. Like this is they put themselves up as I'm better than everybody else because I make millions of dollars and this is the hot piece of shit yeah. that you put out <laughs> that me and you could do with our cell phones <laughs> yeah. and write on we could write this in a weekend. Yeah. And it it's fucking terrible. Yeah. And and that uh, that's not to say that we're like oh we're, we're like great. We're we're terrible yeah. and we could do this. Yes. Better than this. <laughs> uh, yeah, give give me 73 million dollars in 8 months to make a movie. I guarantee you it turns out better than Battlefield Earth. Yep. Um all right, my unredeemable moment because I knew you were going to do everything and I just wanted to be different than that, but I wrote <laughs> down everything. <laughs> So I, I dialed it in a little bit more specifically is the look of the aliens. If you've got <clears throat> 10 fucking too. years to come up with the look of some aliens, you're basically going to combine the Cowardly Lion and Predators and put a Breathe Right strip on them. Like, $73 million. Find me any indie movie, any, any indie sci-fi movie right now that's making a movie for $1 million, and I guarantee you their aliens look better than this. This is this is like 1960s sci-fi shit. This is like spaceship hanging from a string, yeah. but with more money behind it. They look fucking terrible, and there's no chance that anyone's getting invested in this movie for a second as soon as you see their stupid look. Again, Star Wars was made 25 years before. Yeah. Lucas was making this in his garage. Yeah. With with models and firecrackers and like yeah. and it was a million times better. The worst part of Star Wars is better than the is, best part of this. Yes, yeah, exactly. Um, what is your favorite part of this movie? <laughs> Again, this is the punch in the face rather than the kick in the nuts. Um, when it ended, yeah, the credits, yeah, the <laughs> credits. Would the end seem abrupt to you? Did it seem like the, that when it ended, you were like, oh, that's where we're ending this? It seemed very much sort like of. an assumed part two. It seemed like they knew for a fact. Yeah, it like zoomed a... out with like ominous music and him in a cell and it zoomed out to where you just see miles of gold bars because Fort Knox is that big. <laughs> and, and that's just, it just cuts off. I expected to see a title screen that said 
like coming soon Battlefield Earth 2. Yeah. Or like a, or cut away to like a ship yeah. in fucking space. Yeah, there was or... going to be like a teaser for more. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm glad there wasn't, but uh so my my favorite part is I, I already touched on it was the the um the I don't even know how you would like put a term to it. The like the the uh, delicate treatment of the shitty props, the the soft head massage of the flip flopping of the hands and the s- soft stick swing, like the trying not to break things yeah. of just things that are happening from extras because they the got back. no replacements. <laughs> <laughs> if you when you spot that stuff, it is so funny. Yeah, it, it, I was I was dying laughing at it. like that's this kind of stuff that happens in these piece of shit movies. <laughs> um, all right, you got a better title. Independence Day 3, Gold Rush. <laughs> that's, yeah, that, that's a fitting title. <laughs> this, is this movie better or worse than Independence Day 2? Uh, I, I actually did compare the two. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm probably going to have to go, this is worse than Independence Day 2, I would, which, I would, which is... I would agree with you just because Independence Day 2 has Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum yeah. adds at least a half a star to anything he's in. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's, um, all right, my better title is Knowledge is Power, Scientology Power. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the independence, like, it, it follows the progression from, like, the, the jump from one to two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if this was a third... <laughs> It would it, it would it would be equally as shitty from two to this yeah. as it was from one to two. So we we talked about when we did Showgirls, we talked about how it was like a slight tweak away from being a good movie. Yeah, I think this movie is a slight tweak away from being a good movie. If you have a different editor and director, okay, you get some more skilled people in those positions, and you you make it more obvious as to what's going on. Okay, you change. <laughs> you change this, everything this slight tweak is changing everything but you have the aliens just look better right and then the this progression is watching this one man animal go from being um like feral yeah. to educated basically his character arc is caesar from planet of the apes yeah right and then he gets everyone else on board and he educates them and knowledge is power right and against these oppressors that would be a fun movie like the skeleton of this movie is is a it's okay. is a solid storyline. So what you're saying is, is basically what I tell my wife is <laughs> <Ruh-roh>. <laughs> do what just, keep doing what you're doing, just do it better. <laughs> just do what you do but be better at it. <laughs> well, we just lost one listener. Sorry, Savannah. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. There's there were parts of the movie that I didn't think were as bad as all the reviews and everything they said. There there were little glimmering parts. The Overall, it deserves the reputation yes, it has. Yes, but the premise, like, you could take, like you said, the skeleton of it. You could take the idea of, like, uh, this this group comes and destroys humans and takes them over. And, that like, I get, you, you can take out the fucking gold. Yeah. Because that, yeah. you can cut out all the, like the 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 bullshit like oh the home office yeah like you can take all that like yeah. you can have a, a a planet another planet you can have them be aliens like that's all great it's it's basically war of the worlds plus planet of the apes and you've got a good movie yeah right like and take out the 
just religious undertone bullshit yeah because it's unnecessary all right well i think i have a feeling that we're gonna agree on this but is battlefield earth good bad or just bad bad just so bad yeah so unbelievably bad i would not recommend this to my worst enemy there's nothing there's like maybe one and a half moments that are like fun bad like yeah. good bad the rest of it is angering and just pissed me off for the most part yeah and i can say that uh danielle would agree i'll speak for her this movie absolutely takes the basement position for good bad 2 the sequel and i would watch geely twice before i would watch battlefield earth again uh in my head the first thing that popped in my head was you can sit me down i will watch howard the duck on loop before i ever <laughs> watched this again People who say Howard the Duck is the worst movie ever made has never seen Battlefield Earth. Yeah, so so uh, the worst movies that we've done so far on this show are definitely Troll 2, Geely, and Godzilla 98. I'll watch all three of those in succession yeah. before I watch this one more time. Yeah, I, I love bad movies. And, and, and through parts of it, I was already... There, there were certain parts like in the beginning of it, like the first 15 minutes where I was thinking that me and you were going to have a conversation on here and I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm actually going to say good, yeah, bad. Yeah, you might actually oh, change your mind. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, that, and that's then, happened before. And then after about 15 minutes, I was like, fuck this. And I think <laughs> I was more pissed at my dogs for making me prolong <laughs> the torture of watching this than like just not leaving me the fuck alone and letting me like yeah let me get it over i paused this movie three times on purpose because i simply couldn't handle it without a break it was it was like torture i needed to stop and reset and just fuck off on instagram for a second or go yep. get something to drink because i couldn't sit through it in a straight shot and the only thing that kept me going was i knew we were going to get to have this therapy session <laughs> <laughs> all right so that pretty much covers battlefield earth and now i can delete it from my brain um yeah. <laughs> those are my notes <laughs> that's done next week we don't have a movie chosen and i did this on purpose um what i would like is for you guys the listeners to throw at us some suggestions i need the taste of this piece of shit washed out of my palate and i want you guys to suggest to us at the good bad show on twitter and instagram some actual good bad movies i'm talking about in the same vein as the last dragon and last action hero and face off face off and some of the ones that we've really enjoyed on this show i want to watch a bad movie that i love um so hit us up give us some suggestions at the good bad show uh, download the show everywhere apple google spotify the works um, leave us a five-star review give us some suggestions while you're doing that we'd love to hear from you guys and we will catch you guys next time peace, peace.